Hello and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Disney World vacation even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show is about how to actually enjoy yourself during the ultra-crowded holidays at Disney World, so let's dive in. Holidays are the most wonderful time of year at Walt Disney World and the most crowded time of year. That week between Christmas and New Year's is the busiest week of the year at Disney World. The parks will be filled with throngs of people and Magic Kingdom will likely fill to capacity and close to more guests at several points during the week. If you visit during this time, you can still have a fantastic trip, but you will need to switch up your tactics. In this week's episode, I'm sharing my top 10 tips for actually enjoying yourself during the crowded holiday season at Disney world and these tips apply to any time there are peak crowds that could be spring break fourth of july any holiday weekend when the masses descend if you would like to read an article up with similar content you can actually find it over at the resales dvc website so resales dvc is a family-owned and operated real estate brokerage that specializes in the disney vacation club resale market so i write for them occasionally on their blog you can find that at resalesdvc.com and you can click on blog in their menu on the top right corner i'm also going to link directly to that article on their site in the show notes so be sure and check it out And one more piece of business before I dive into this show. That is, I have started a patrons-only podcast feed through my Patreon page. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Patreon is a way to support the show and the blog with a small monthly donation starting only $2 a month. So I have started this feed that is our podcast episodes, shorter ones, but they are just for patrons and you can only get them if you are a patron of the show. So head on over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the budget mouse, and you can check out the levels of support and kind of get a sneak peek at what you would be getting if you were to become a patron of the show. And thanks to all of my patrons already. I appreciate you so much. Little bonus shout out to my patron, Carla, who increased her monthly pledge this week. That just completely made my day. So thank you, Carla. Okay, tip number one for how to survive and actually enjoy the crowded season at Disney World. Number one, take advantage of extended hours at Magic Kingdom. So Magic Kingdom is the busiest park, and this is especially true during the holidays. To help accommodate the crowds, Disney World offers extended hours at Magic Kingdom during the holiday season. Beginning Saturday, December 22nd, Magic Kingdom's open from 8 a.m. until at least midnight every day until New Year's Eve. And there are morning extra magic hours every day during that period from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. This is true of most of the crowded seasons at Disney World during spring break. Anytime they're anticipating extra crowds, they will extend park hours. If you're staying at a Disney World Resort hotel, you should absolutely make plans to visit during the early morning hour, if at all possible. I know that is quite early for vacation, but it will be your best chance to ride attractions. And I'd bet you could walk on to many rides during that first hour. Take advantage of those extended hours at Magic Kingdom that aren't available during other times of year. Number two, don't wait forever for food. So it's kind of disappointing, but lines for buying food at quick service dining locations can be just as long as lines for attractions when the parks are packed. 
but I have a few tips for avoiding these long lines. First, be ready to use mobile order at any quick service location that accepts it. So this is a way to pre-order your food in the My Disney Experience app and then be notified when your order is ready and you come to a separate window to pick up the food. It will lead to much less waiting for food at quick service locations. You can even use it if you're just getting a drink or if you just want a Dole Whip. Don't wait in line for 30 minutes for your Dole Whip on Christmas Day. Use mobile order and probably pick it up in less than five minutes. So I have done a full post on the blog that walks you through how to use mobile order and some tips for that. So I'm gonna link to that in the show notes right now before I forget. Next, don't try to eat at peak dining times, which are generally from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. for lunch and 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. for dinner. Plan your meals to eat at off-peak times so you will avoid the longest lines. And an additional tip is to consider bringing some of your own food into the park so you don't get hangry trying to wait to eat at off-peak times, right? If you're used to eating lunch at noon and you're waiting until two, you might get a little upset. So throw some fruit and bars into your park bag, even if you're usually a die-hard theme park foodie like I am. I like to enjoy all of the treats in the parks while I'm there, and I don't like to eat granola bars, but this requires special planning during these crazy crowded times. Tip number three, pick which park you visit on which day very carefully. So crowds move in pretty predictable ways at Disney World during the holidays. Here are a few things that we know for sure. Magic Kingdom will be the most crowded park on December 24th and 25th, followed closely by Epcot. Epcot and Magic Kingdom will both be packed on New Year's Eve, December 31st. And the third most crowded park on these particular days will be Hollywood Studios due to the special shows happening there. So to dodge the crowds, plan to visit Magic Kingdom Epcot on other days during your visit, if at all possible, such as going on the 23rd instead of the 24th. Head to either Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios on the busiest days. So I have an anecdote from this. My husband and I were at Disney World over Christmas a few years ago. I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but we decided to visit Animal Kingdom, which is the least Christmassy park on Christmas Day. Now, I was a little nervous about going to the theme parks at all on what is the busiest day of the year there, but we were surprised to find very low crowds at Animal Kingdom. In fact, it was probably the least crowded I have ever seen the park. So, even on the busiest days, if you choose your park days wisely, you can avoid the crowds to some degree. Tip number four, change up your fast pass strategy, especially at Magic Kingdom. Now this is gonna get a bit technical. If you need some background on FastPass to understand and wrap your mind around what I am saying, I suggest going back to episode number two, which is all about FastPass. If you are used to visiting during less crowded times of year, you may have a go-to FastPass strategy in place, but with increased crowds and extended park hours, you're gonna have to switch that up. It's especially true at Magic Kingdom, which offers FastPass for many attractions. Normally, I wouldn't recommend getting a fast pass for the first few hours the parks are open, but this changes during the crowded Christmas season. I suggest grabbing three fast passes for early morning hours for attractions with weights that will build quickly. So I'm talking about the attractions with the longest lines during the day. These would be Seven Dwarves Mine Train, the Three Mountains, Peter Pan's Flight, Enchanted Tales with Belle, etc. So the beginning times for these fast passes should be roughly 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and 10 a.m. if you can swing it. 
So after you scan your magic band and check in for your third fast pass, this would be ideally sometime around 10 a.m., get on the My Disney Experience app and select your fourth fast pass. So after you use your first three fast passes, you can begin selecting additional fast passes one at a time. And you can do that as soon as you check in, as soon as you scan your magic band or your ticket to use your third fast pass, you can get on the app and you can pick another fast pass while you're waiting in the queue to get on the attraction. I suggest trying to find something that you want to experience that with a window that starts as soon as possible. So after you check in for that fourth fast pass attraction, pick another one immediately and so on until fast passes are completely exhausted, which I would expect to happen in the early afternoon hours. I estimate you'd be able to ride at least six attractions before noon this way, even on the busiest day of the year at Magic Kingdom. Most people are going to follow the normal plan to select fast passes for the afternoon, not understanding how crowded the parks will get by 9 or 10 a.m. You can spend the afternoon enjoying the shows and the atmosphere in the parks, having already ridden many attractions with your additional fast passes. So I hope you hung with me for that. Okay, tip number five, adjust your expectations. If you're if you visited Disney World during less crowded times of year and you're heading there during a peak time, you will need to adjust your expectations in order to actually enjoy yourself. Don't plan on riding a lot of attractions, especially during the busy afternoon and evening hours. There will be long lines for most attractions at this point. Instead, enjoy all the extra holiday entertainment and atmosphere in the parks, as I just mentioned in the previous tip. Grab a show schedule when you arrive, even if you've never done this before, and look for some shows later in the day that you'd like to see. You also adjust, need to adjust how much time you plan for getting around in the parks. Added crowds means longer travel time from getting from attraction to attraction and across the parks. So if you don't plan accordingly, you could get kind of frustrated with how long it's taking to get around. And last, just don't be in a rush. The key to enjoying yourself despite the crowds is to take your time and find delight in the fact that you are in the most magical place on earth during the holidays. And it's such a treat to just be there during that time. Tip number six is particular to the holiday times, and it doesn't really apply to other crowded times of year, but you'll get to see the Christmas party entertainment without paying extra for the party when you vis visit during that busy week. So Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party features a special Christmas parade and a special holiday version of the Wishes Fireworks Show. Most people pay extra to see this entertainment with the hard-ticketed Christmas party. However, starting on December 22nd, the Christmas parade is performed twice daily at noon and 3.30 p.m. Holiday Wishes happens at 10 p.m. nightly, and all of this is included with your regular park admission. So while you will have to deal with more crowded parks, you won't have to pay extra to see these amazing shows. And that is a perk of visiting during the holidays, right? Tip number seven, watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks outside of the parks. So the theme parks are going to be the most crowded during the evening entertainment. This means you might have a more enjoyable experience watching the fireworks outside of the parks. My favorite places to watch Magic Kingdom fireworks outside of the parks are the docks of the Transportation and Ticket Center, the beaches of the Polynesian and Grand Floridian resorts, and from California Grill atop the Contemporary. So you can actually watch the fireworks from there's a viewing deck on top of the Contemporary if you have dined at California Grill at any point during the night. And that also includes if you have just walked up and sat at the bar and had some appetizers and some drinks. So you don't need a reservation in order to do that. They will just kind of first come first serve, let people up there. You have to take an elevator up from the lobby level to get to California Grill. If you have never been, it is such a special experience. It is it competes with Boma for my favorite restaurant at Disney World, but it is definitely a special occasion. It is not cheap. It is not budget friendly, but once every few years or once a decade, 
make a point to get to California Girl. And you can see the fireworks from that viewing deck. You get back in with your receipt from dining earlier in the night. The fireworks start at 10 p.m., so be sure to arrive to your destination well before that. Music is piped in at all of these locations, and you'll be able to get out of there without battling the throngs of people trying to leave the park after the fireworks. And you'll get to sit back and, you know, sit down and enjoy the fireworks from there. Tip number eight, take a break from the parks and visit the resorts. The ultra crowded afternoon hours are a great time to duck out of the parks and visit some Disney resorts. The Disney deluxe resorts are lavishly decorated for the holidays. You can't miss the life-size gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian lobby. They actually moved the location to this year. It's front and center when you walk into the lobby. The gingerbread displays of the contemporary boardwalk and beach club resorts are also incredible. So you can escape from Epcot via the back entrance that's between the France and UK pavilions. And from there, you can walk over to the beach club or boardwalk. You can have a drink at one of the bars there. That's a great way to spend the afternoon when everyone is um, battling crowds in the theme parks. You can also take the monorail or boat launch from the Magic Kingdom to get to the Grand. And you can take the monorail or walk over to the Contemporary to get there. But I have two warnings for you. You will likely not be permitted to park at any deluxe resort close to the theme parks during the holidays without a dining reservation. So we went to park at the Contemporary last year. It was early in December and they would not let us park there. We wanted to park there and eat, grab a snack and ride the monorail around and check out the resorts. They they turned us away and would not let us park there without a dining reservation. So be prepared for that if you're driving. Also, if you leave Magic Kingdom to visit the resorts and the park reaches capacity while you are gone, you will not be allowed to re-enter the park later in the day. And they have different levels of closure at Magic Kingdom. Sometimes they'll let people in if they're staying at a Disney resort, and then they'll let people in if they have dining reservations, and then at some point they close it to everyone. They don't let anyone back in. So just plan that accordingly if you're there on the busiest days. Tip number nine, check for last minute dining reservations. This is a great tip for any time of year. If you're, um, but especially if you're visiting during a crowded time of year, you might be discouraged by the limited advanced dining reservations or ADRs that are available in the Disney system. But fear not, many dining reservations will open up 24 to 48 hours in advance of each day. So there's a penalty if you don't show for your dining reservation or if you cancel within 24 hours or cancel same day cancellation. So many people keep multiple reservations and cancel the day before as their plans kind of settle down and they know where they want to eat. I've found a great time to grab last minute dining reservations is the afternoon before the day you want to dine. So you actually technically have until midnight of the day before to cancel your reservations, but most people don't know. They they think that it's like a 24 hour period. So they'll cancel dining reservations the afternoon, kind of in the afternoon hours before that day. So keep checking the day or two before you want to eat somewhere. And I bet that a reservation will appear that you can grab. And my last tip, number 10, visit attractions that you haven't seen or you haven't seen in years. So big crowds mean long lines at all of the most popular attractions. But the holidays are a great time to revisit attractions you haven't seen in years or to finally check out those attractions that you've never seen. Here are my suggestions for some attractions that you may have overlooked that should have short waits during the holidays. So there's four at Magic Kingdom, Carousel of Progress, which is an all-time favorite of mine, Tom Sawyer Island, the Enchanted Tiki Room, and the Liberty Square Riverboat. I'd add in um, the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am just not a fan. <laughs> so I'm sorry if anyone is. Okay, at Epcot, I have a few suggestions. Impressions de France is the movie in the France Pavilion, and I love it. I mean, it is outdated, but I really enjoy it. 
despite that. Okay, Journey into Imagination, Epcot, I am not a huge fan of, but if you haven't ever been on it, it's worth going on. And if you haven't seen it in years, I don't know, I mentioned last week's show, you might be crushed by the um, uh, new version of it. But anyway, give it a try because it likely won't have a long wait. And also Turtle Talk with Crush is tucked away in the um, Seas Pavilion, and it likely will not have a long wait even during peak times, and it is a hidden gem. I am a huge fan. So at Hollywood Studios, if you've never seen Beauty and the Beast live on stage, I think it's worth checking out. I mean, it's not outstanding, but I mean, it's not as bad as Voyage of the Little Mermaid, the stage show there. I can't, still can't get over how bad that was. I'm sorry. Just, it's so bad. <laughs> Anyway, Muppet Vision 3D is another show that won't have a long wait, and it is outstanding. And at Animal Kingdom, the two animal like walking trails, Maharaja Jungle Trick and Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, you can get through at any time without a wait, and they are excellent. Also, It's Tough to Be a Bug is a great show that's under the tree of life. So I hope this episode gave you lots of ideas for how you can enjoy your trip to Disney World during the crowded times of year. I need to add too that just hanging out in the parks is such a treat during the holidays. Like I love to just get something to drink, sit on a park bench, people watch, which is always fun at Disney World, (laughs) and just kind of absorb the magic of being there during the holidays. I mentioned that early in the show, but I just had to reiterate it. I kind of rushed through all these tips, but just slowing down and soaking up the atmosphere and the mood of the parks during the holidays is probably my favorite thing to do there. I want to thank you for listening to this week's show. And if you haven't joined our private Facebook group that is for listeners of the podcast and readers of the blog, please do that. We would love to have you. Just search for The Budget Mouse on Facebook and you have to ask to join and I will add you to the group. There's lots of wonderful people in there who are happy to answer questions you have about your Disney World vacation. You can also find me at thebudgetmouse.com and thefrugalsouth.com. You can email me directly at leah at thebudgetmouse.com and I will get right back to you. That comes right to my inbox. And Leah is L-E-A-H. You can also find me on Instagram at The Budget Mouse. And since you hung until the end of the show, I'm gonna give you a heads up. We have a giveaway coming this week with a joint giveaway with Sierra at Destinations in Florida, who is the official travel agent for the blog. And I are collaborating on a giveaway of an ornament. So watch for that. I'm only going to post it on Instagram and in the Facebook group for the Budget Mouse. So you won't be able to see it anywhere else. So follow me there at Instagram or join our Facebook group and uh, enter to win the giveaway for the ornament. It's super cute. So thanks again for listening and have a magical day.